It's our seventh anniversary here on the Veterinary Viewfinder. And what better place to celebrate an anniversary than in a hospital suite? This week, we are coming to you live from the hospital where Becky is recovering. You don't want to miss this one, Viewfinders. This week on the Veterinary Viewfinder. Welcome back to the Veterinary Viewfinder, the podcast that tackles the toughest topics in veterinary medicine and viewfinders. We have never tackled a tougher topic than what we're going to talk about this week. And I'm not talking about seven years of dealing with me. This week, we're going to talk about Becky Mosser, her accident and how she's doing and why we are so eager to have her back on the men. But before we talk about mending, as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Dr. Ernie Ward. And I'm registered veterinary technician, Becky Mosser. And Becky, you know, when you and I were saying, let's do something special for our seven-year anniversary, I didn't exactly have this in mind. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, you said you weren't going to buy me a present, so I, I threw the biggest bit I, could, I feel like I possibly could for attention. Um, and boy, did I hit it on the nail. All right. Well, before we tell the viewfinders exactly what happened, just first of all, how are you doing? How are you feeling today? I'm amazing. Um, I got the word that I get to go home this week. So um, it will be rounding out a full three weeks of inpatient by the time I get there. But um, now I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So I am amazing and grateful and happy. Wow. Three weeks in the hospital, Becky. You have given us all quite a scare. Uh, and we're just grateful that you're you're doing so much better. And you know, Becky, it's, it's interesting before we talk about what happened and how you landed in the hospital for the past three weeks. You know, we did an entire episode several years ago on our veterinary professionals, lousy doctor's patients, right? <laughs> so what have you concluded after three weeks of being in the hospital? I am a gold star five out of five patient. I have been (laughs) very compliant and very um, kind, but I also have a incredible care team. I have been sure to feed them regularly as we want, just like I've been treating my nurses like vet techs. They want to eat, they want to laugh. And that's what we've been trying to do. Stay positive and be compliant because it's the only way I'm getting sprung. That is fantastic news. So again, viewfinders, if you want to go back in the archives, we did a whole episode on on how we can be better patients. And it looks like Becky uh, definitely is following what she was preaching. So Becky, let's back up. Explain to the viewfinders if they haven't heard uh, what happened. How'd you how'd you wind up in the hospital? Oh uh, yeah. So I was pet sitting for some friends, and on November 9th, I headed out from my house to go let my friend's doggies out. Um, I plan on being gone about an hour or two, and that was 19 days ago. Um, and so, unfortunately, a I was I was on my motorcycle, and um, a another driver decided he didn't want to wait for his light to turn red um, and wanted to cross the interstate. Um, on a red light. And so that's what he did. But unfortunately, as he departed from the stop bar in his turn lane, I was in front of him. (laughs) And so when he went to go run the light, he ran into me. I was going probably between 55 and um, 63-ish going down Highway 17. um, And he went to cross it. So luckily, he was at a minimal speed, um, which was probably helpful. 
And um, other than that, it's all about the guardian angels and the higher power because I really, um, for a minute, wasn't totally sure I was gonna gonna be here with you guys anymore. I, I just can't imagine how terrifying. And uh, guys, it was on the news and and accounts, eyewitness accounts. You know, I think people feared Becky that that you were not surviving that accident. It looked yeah. that bad. Uh, so again, you know, you guys can look up on the internet. I mean, by all accounts, Becky, it sounded horrific. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So um, luckily, I don't remember a lot of it. I um, I remember seeing the car and it's so funny because, it you know, your brain works so fast and that, you know, your amygdala gives you information before your conscious brain can, can think about it. And so my amygdala informed me very quickly that we were about to get hit. Um, and then that was sort of the last I remember until I was, um, woke up laying on the ground in, on 17. Um, but it turns out why I was out, he, uh, the driver, um, pushed me, I guess, into the cement barrier. I flew about 25, 30 feet across the highway and actually hit another car before I came to rest. And so a lot of our listeners know, like, I really like to overachieve, you know, we're perfectionists in this industry. So I really went big and thought, why one car when you can hit two? Exactly. More bang for the (laughs) buck, so to speak. Literally. (laughs) Right. So uh, maybe describe some of the injuries. I know they were, they were quite uh, extensive. Yes. Um, So I, have a um, crushed tibia. So I kind of got my own TPLO, which was, um, you know, pretty cool. And um, my patella was displaced. All my soft tissue got tore up in my left leg and so um, also tore up in my right leg. Mm. So um, my knee and my right leg is um, not super stable and we're checking on some other things before we send me home, some issues with my wrist, some issues with my shoulder. Um, so we still got some, we're just checking off boxes, but um, because it, there's legal involved, of course, because he was at fault to be a little bit careful. But um, what I can say is pretty much I didn't hurt my spine. Um, I did have some internal injuries as far as some tears in my kidneys and my aorta making made some blood clots um which is a little problematic had a concussion um bit my tongue pretty good so it was um some pretty extensive injuries but my spine was fine i was wearing my helmet so my neck and my head were protected um which is you know such an important part of riding a motorcycle is is having the safety gear to protect you uh should anything bad happen Um, Road rash was minimal, but I was basically one big bruise from head to toe. Pretty impressive, if you ask me. Um, So, yeah, pretty pretty banged up with some internal injuries that way. Um, But I have an amazing care team. The first responders were great. And and as with so many other accidents, you know, angels on earth show up. And I it's so funny when you think about fight, flight or freeze, the people who fight come running. And I was lucky enough to have. Uh, a nurse who was working in a nearby facility show up, another motorcyclist um, who I recognized some arterial bleed injuries and some things that needed to be handled on site to save probably my life and, and definitely my leg. Um, and so I really, truly 
the right people at the right time. And I, I feel so lucky. Um, amazing hands and angels on earth uh, were there for me. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I am just so grateful. Uh, Becky uh, contacted us the following day uh, in a bit of a drug-induced stupor <laughs> where yes. I was actually out of the country and kind of began a spiral of freaking out. And my wife, Laura, was with me, Becky. And as you you know, we were, we were just terrified for you. Um, but Becky, you know, I think the one thing that this sort of... Uh, you know, reminded me in the worst possible way is just how quickly life can flip. And, um, you know, right. you are just going out to help a friend with a pet. Uh, and, you know, the next thing you know, it's three weeks uh, in a hospital. So I, uh, along with just uh, thousands of other uh, colleagues and people that you've touched, you know, are just are grateful that you're you're doing well. Obviously, I know that you have a long recovery ahead of you and a lot of challenges that are unforeseen. But you know, I'm just just grateful that you're you're talking and, and walking almost <laughs> and laughing a little bit. You know, <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, like it, like I said, it's hard to be. I mean, it's hard to be anything but grateful when you you kind of have that moment of it kind of feels like a second chance for sure. And that there's a reason I'm still here. Um, and then I was absolutely overwhelmed. Um, AVMA, NAFTA, Nutramax, so many of my friends. Just my room was full of flowers, full of um, gifts, full of comfort items. I was just overwhelmed with the turnout. And, you know, I think in life we wonder, do we make an impact and you know, are the things that we do impactful to others in a way that I would be missed or that people wouldn't even notice, you know, if I wasn't here. Um, and boy, is that affirmed for me um, that people care and are invested in my participation in the profession, but just me as a friend, me as a person, my whole team at Appalachian State, of course, led by Virginia Corrigan, just um, showed up and showed out for me. I've been so patient in helping with my classes and making sure my students are taken care of. Um, life takes a village and it just, just something like this reminds you who your tribe is and how lucky we are to have them. Oh, well, we're lucky to have you. And and again, I know you're, you're, literally in the hospital and you're doing this and you know and, and that's the one thing too viewfinders i just want to once again thank becky because i mean seven years is is a long time and and we've certainly got to know each other uh you know on a, on a real level and and just these kind of things kind of rock your world and you know becky i think too the the thing for me that was the most like uh, my initial reaction was i was just furious because this happened to you through no fault of your own <laughs> You know, yeah. and uh, and and that's really the 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 hardest part. You know, it's like you know, it's like you know, I do some things that are put myself at risk, Becky. And you know, if something goes wrong, and when I get injured, I kind of blame myself. You know, because I put myself in that yeah. situation. But you know, this is you literally just going about your daily life, and I'm so sorry that it happened. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, and um, I I've had like one incident. I would say like one ten minute burst of pitying myself and feeling angry that this did happen to me, but, um, it's not a constructive emotion. Um, and I've been able to, everyone says like, oh, they're so inspired. I'm positive. I'm strong. I'm all these things. But again, it's hard to feel anything but grateful when you realize that you absolutely could have died and, and kind of was trying to for a little bit. And, um, but then you look all around you and there are people in who have chosen a profession and a life of service that are here to take care of you. Um, and all these people in my life who are here to support and love me. And um, 
I I have truly not that I'm not trying to chase I'm not trying to chase away the gratitude, but I have found that is my overwhelming sense um, that just sort of chases any blues away is I'm grateful. I and I have a second chance, kind of literally. Um, I've been given so much opportunity in my life and so many wonderful people in my life, and I just feel that that's under a, ma- a magnifying glass right now. And so, yeah. Quite literally, from my hospital bed, um, <laughs> I still feel I still feel joy, and I'm I I can't believe how um, easily the joy and gratitude have come, and just chase away anything else. Gosh, well, also you bring joy, and right now uh, it's not too late for you to help someone. And I'm sure Becky would love for you to participate in the veterinary industry giving tree, Becky. Right? I mean, that thing is still up and running. I know it's you know it's not the same when you're locked up in the hospital, but you know your team is still working hard to to get people what they need. So tell us uh, how people can help. Yeah, we've uh, had so many opportunities to, to highlight the tree, and I'm so proud of it. And we are in pretty much the final stretch. So, um, you know, again, I would ask anybody out there who knows somebody who's going through time that could use um, a little bit of financial assistance and, and help this holiday over to the veterinarygivingtree.com. And you can nominate them. It's a really easy process. You can even non- anonymously nominate yourself or someone else. And we want to make sure we can get you a little holiday help this season. So please, please let us know who we can help. Um, more than ever this year, I'm looking forward to writing those checks and spreading that joy. That's right. It's the veterinarygivingtree.com, right, Becky? That's right. Yeah, and I'll have, we'll have all those in the show links uh, below. But again, if you have a colleague out there who is in any kind of need that needs some assistance, this is this is what it's for. Becky, again, I think that's why so many people are so worried about you and concerned about you because it's these types of acts. I mean, you are really one of those people that just gives and gives and gives, and uh, it makes a big difference to to so many. So thank you. Oh, man. I, I, I appreciate it. And I love the tree and I love the support we get. And honestly, I feel like a gift to me. So I appreciate that and everybody's support of, of it and of each other. Just an opportunity where we can help each other in this industry. And so often we want to help, but don't have the resources. Um, and this is the place we can. And as we know, Chewy Animal Health and et cetera really helped us kick off the giving year. Um, and so we have our resource. We have the nomination form that's easy. It'll only take three seconds and let's make a difference for somebody's this year. Yeah. And guys, if you want to go back and listen, speaking of seven-year anniversaries, we did a whole podcast on this year's veterinary industry giving tree. So if you want to find out more details, definitely just go back a few weeks. Becky, uh, before we let you go, because I know you got to like uh, have doctors and nurses and rehabs and vitals <laughs> and bloods and all that stuff. Uh, how's How's your husband, Timmy, doing? Oh gosh, he's a rock. He's been a rock for me through all of this. It's, you know, I think probably as traumatic, maybe more traumatic, I think, for the people in my life who had to kind of stand by and wait for answers and, um, you know, uh, kind of watch from the outside the things I couldn't see, um, which include, you know, my skin color turning gray and my (laughs) legging as shapes and some of the things that go with some of that. Yeah. You know, luckily our bodies take great care of us and put us in shock. We don't experience that. Um, and and that's the, the, the thing is, is when these things happen, everyone around us is a kid. Um, it causes a lot of stress, as you know, uh, just worry and stuff. So he is a rock. And as always, 
I work hard to deserve that man. <laughs> well, he is. I know I've, I've been speaking with him on and off. And I mean, he's been incredibly worried, but also very supportive. What about the pets? How are they managing without mom? This is the worst part, right? I am missing <laughs> them so terribly. Um, but I will say this. It's great advice for anybody. If you ever find yourself in this situation, ICU nurse had um, me send a pillowcase home. And so I've done that a couple of times. And so my dogs have been able to smell the case and sort of know that I'm still around and adapt a little bit to hospital smell. So I'm hoping it's provided them some answers. They, they are missing me, but I know I am missing them probably 10 times as much. Um, you guys know Layla, my absolute soul dog, and uh, not having her with me for the last 19 days is been so sad however the hospital does have therapy dogs and so i will say if it's ever something you've considered and just never gotten to um from a patient standpoint therapy dogs do an insane service, um for brightening days and bringing joy so if it's ever something you wanted to do with your pet and just not gotten there i highly encourage you to do that um because boy has it made a world difference for me Gosh, I love that so much. Well, Becky, again, not how we plan to spend our seven-year anniversary, but you know what? No. It, it beats it beats some of the uh, alternatives, so I'm grateful for that. And again, Becky, thank you uh, for putting up with, uh, with me and uh, all of this shenanigans for the past seven years. But most importantly, thank you for, you know, being, being okay and, and getting better soon. Yeah, thank you guys for the support, you and Laura, and again, everybody that has reached out. It's just been so amazing. It it really makes you like the, the things you do make a difference and you impact people out there. And that's an amazing and it's given me a lot of motivation and strength to get in better shape and get out of here so we can keep on keeping on. Uh, for seven more years. That's right. Again, we've done them through hurricanes. We've done them through travel airports, <laughs> now hospitals. <laughs> so we don't miss a week, yes. viewfinders. Becky, thanks again. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more updates. Uh, follow her on social media. Of course, we try to keep uh, you guys updated as much as possible. Uh, definitely, if you want to drop Becky a line of getting well or just wishing her best uh, healing and all that good stuff or give her advice on how to heal from severe trauma, you can email us at veterinaryviewfinder at gmail.com. Again, links will be in the show notes. Definitely reach out to us on social media media on Instagram and on Facebook. Becky, anybody at the hospital still using that X Twitter thing? Are they talking about that much up there? Oh, I have. I don't <laughs> even talk about that, so what do I know? <laughs> That's right, guys. Well, listen, thank you for seven years of loyal listening. Thank you, Becky, for hanging in there, and we wish you a speedy recovery. Well, thanks for the time, and thanks, everybody. I, I can't even believe it's been seven years, but so much fun. So I'm looking forward to many more. I will say this is the longest three weeks, though, uh, probably of both of our lives. <laughs> you, <laughs> <laughs> let's not do this again. Next year anniversary, let's nope. let's uh, somewhere. Let's go somewhere tropical. Let's not do the, the ICU thing. That Sounds yeah, like yeah. a plan. We'll plan that early. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.